Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. What do you do when your partner of a year reveals to you that they used to be an escort for a while? We'll get into that in a bit, but first, my girlfriend, 24-year-old female, just confessed that she cheated on me, 25-year-old male, because she's worried about our future. I met my girlfriend almost three years ago at work, and we fell in love after a few months of knowing each other. Last year, she resigned and found a new job with a better pay. After working for a few months, she told me that she's going for a business with other colleagues for a week. She always informs me where she's at, what she's eating, and etc., but after she's back from the business trip, she changed a lot. She rarely chats to me. She says that she's very busy and I'm also very busy at that time, so we'll agree that we'll chat when we got time. But when we want to enjoy our holiday, she says that her foreign colleagues, all males, invite her to have meals and some trips here in the town, and I disagree that she has to spend her holiday with her colleagues instead of me. She told me that I have to trust her, that she'll do nothing stupid and those foreign colleagues are all married, and then I said okay then, just inform me where you are every time to me. Then one day she just chatted me and said she's worried about her future with me. I have a quite stable job with above average wages. She says that she wants to have a better life with a wealthier man, so she doesn't even need to work that hard. At that time we already had an installment plan for our house, but we divided into two. 50% for me and 50% her, and I'm planning to marry her next year. She just admitted to me that for a few weeks, she's been dating with that foreign colleague and she lied to me that she's going with a bunch of people, cause it's just the two of them. I felt so angry, disappointed, and desperate right now. I've confronted her and she says she needs time to think about it. What do you guys think? Should I give up our two year relationship or just give her another chance? In this situation, if I were in OP shoes, I would be running for the hills. Not only because of the revelations she shared, but because of also the things she said. She said, oh, I want somebody wealthier, so I don't even have to work as hard. She basically straight up said to OP's face, I want better than you. Also, I've been sleeping with somebody else and dating them for a while. Two years or not, why give somebody like that another chance? Also, hi, I'm Steven, and if you guys enjoy tricky relationship topics, why not hit those like and subscribe buttons down below? That said, our next story is, my best friend cheated on her husband and swore me to secrecy. My best friend, 30-year-old female, and her husband, 35-year-old male, have been married for six years, have two very young kids, and she recently admitted to me that she slept with a mutual friend of theirs. She says she doesn't want to divorce her husband, but she doesn't feel guilty and, I think, is planning on cheating again. She has sworn me to secrecy, but I don't know if I can just sit by and watch her destroy her marriage, because I'm sure this is going to blow up in her face. I've known her for a very long time, and she's basically like a sister, but her husband is also a dear friend. What would you do? I really think there's two roads here. 
Either you want no part in that drama and you completely stay out of it, and in that situation I would honestly say prefer to put your foot down and not even get details from her about that kind of stuff, or you're upfront and honest to your friend, even if that means ratting on your other friend. If I were in the husband's shoes, I'd want to know. This next story is the aftermath of being cheated on while pregnant. In April, when I was 12 weeks pregnant, I found out that my, female 28, husband, male 28, had recently started cheating on me with a girl at his work and I still haven't gotten over it. We've been married since the summer of 2018, but together since summer of 2014. It's nearly our 9 year anniversary now and I'm currently 30 weeks pregnant with our first child. I always thought that if my partner ever cheated on me, I would be out the door in a hurry because it's a type of disrespect I could never stand for. However, I never thought it would happen to me, let alone after I'd put eight and a half years into this man, plus a house, two cars, two dogs, a cat, and a baby we both wanted for many years at that point. I know I'm more sensitive right now due to the pregnancy, but it's now August, and I'm so tired of waking up hurting every day. After I found out, I confronted him and he admitted that he'd started sleeping with her, and at the time had done so three times. I was in my first trimester, and he knew how sick I'd been, literally spending all day every day throwing up. My morning sickness lasted until around dinner time usually, and sleeping. He has a job that has always kept him pretty busy, but he would always check in with me throughout the day. I work from home and am self-employed, making much less money than him, but that was something we discussed in depth after the loss of my first pregnancy and agreed that me being home and dealing with the house and pets was something we should try. Plus, we both wanted me to be a stay-at-home mom for whenever we did have a baby, so while I make less, it was something we fully agreed on together. When he would check in, it was always so sweet. He called me in between meetings, on the road driving anytime he was free, and he would text me to announce his safe arrival every time he had to go somewhere. It was never a burden that I asked for him to check in because we both just naturally wanted to talk to each other all during free moments in the day, which is how our relationship had been for the entire duration. There was no asking at all, really, it's just how it was with us. I gave him another chance when I confronted him, because I was so blindsided. It didn't make sense to me, and now it still doesn't, but I was 12 weeks along with a baby I'd been wishing for for years. We struggled with conceiving after our loss years ago, and I had a vision in my head of our family that I couldn't let go of. We agreed that he would go into work and ended with her the next morning, which he didn't think would be an issue because it was just sex and they had no feelings involved. Let it be known that this girl knew about me, and I'd stopped in at his office many times for lunch visits with my husband, and he had photos of me on his computer and desk, so there were constant reminders that I was real for the both of them. He told me in later conversations that before the affair started, she would joke with him that I'm too hot for him, and she planned on stealing me away. She's apparently bi with a heavy lean towards women, and when my husband would talk about her before the affair, I was told she was a lesbian and that he and all the guys at work, beside one, found highly unattractive. What happened when he ended it with her is, I guess she took it all right, left, and then a few hours later came back and begged him not to leave her. He told me that she was crying and clinging to him and there was something about abandonment issues that I truthfully did not care about because I was his partner of almost 9 years and carrying his child. He told me he had ended it though. 
Next, he went to get tested. There was no crossover at all while this was going on, and he was clean. He showed me all the test results, as this was an important stipulation, obviously. For the next month, I watched him leave every morning and broke down as soon as he left, sometimes begging before he went to work for him to call in sick and stay home with me. I was a wreck. We had a vacation planned from months before coming up in May, and I somehow thought it would be good for us to get away and just be the two of us. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. I was counting down the seconds to that trip, keeping everything I was going through just to myself and quickly deteriorating. In that month, I lost 22 pounds because I could not eat, and every time I did, I would throw up. My husband watched me in agony, a complete shell of who I once was, trying to grow our child and not being able to stomach food literally at all. It got so bad that my whole face broke out in what looked like hives from how hard my body was trying to throw up when there was nothing left inside me every day. Like little blood vessels popped all over my skin from sobbing and puking all day. We went on our trip and it was painful. There were good times, but also I was still so broken and had no trust in him. The whole month long period I felt something was still off, but he gave me access to his phone and I would check it in front of him and also whenever he was asleep or in the shower just to be sure. After the vacation, it got really, really bad for me. The intuition in my head that I felt back in April had never really went away, but it was so incredibly loud that I felt like I was going crazy. He was telling me he loved me, reassuring me that it was really over with her, that he was going to be a good husband to me and the best father to our daughter, and no matter how much I wanted to believe him, there was something in me telling me he was lying. While he showered one morning, I went into the bathroom to pee and his phone was sitting on his pile of work clothes for when he got out. I grabbed it and brought it with me for while I peed, thinking it would be like every other time where I looked at his phone and found nothing. Instead, in his WhatsApp, there was a thread of messages with her from the night before. The day before was a long workday for him, something I dreaded even before the affair, because being apart from him for crazy hours made me miss him, but knew there was no way to avoid. I remember I'd offered to bring him food for lunch, even though we lived an hour away from the office, and he told me not to worry about driving, that he'll bribe one of the guys into bringing him something so I didn't have to waste the gas money. In reality, she was bringing him lunch, and he was texting her about it at the same time he was texting me. Those texts haunt me so badly even now. She had told him, 
I miss you, and he replied the same. So clearly they'd only progressed more in the last month. When she was bringing him lunch, he told her, I just want you and a burger. And then there was some hours later messages where they laughed about getting everyone out of the office inconspicuously so they could be alone and she said, now I get to have you. And reading those messages, 16 weeks pregnant and first thing in the morning? Quite literally made me want to not exist. When confronted, he promised me that they didn't hook up, even though it sounded like it would happen in those messages, but that he's still been sleeping with her. Just not that day, I guess. This was back in May. I left him the next day, after I confronted him again and he admitted that he never actually stopped. He tried, and his story was half true, he says, that when he spoke with her, she came back crying and begging and then apparently forced him into an empty office where she tried to go down on him. He promised me that he stopped her and shoved her away, but that she'd gotten his pants down and gotten close enough to touch him before he got away from her. Nothing happened that day, he swore to me, but that in his mind it was over then because in our initial conversation I told him I would give him a second chance, but if he did this again, I would leave him. He counted this as doing it again, even though when he broke down and told me this, it sounded more like she assaulted him while he was saying no, rather than him cheating another time. But he didn't see it that way at the time, and thought I'd leave if he told me and figured he might as well not stop, if I was just going to find out and leave him in the long run because he'd already messed up. Now, fast forward to August, I've been living alone since May. I left him the day after I found out the second time, going to stay with my aunt for a few days with my dogs. I ended up coming back to the house and kicking him out, because it didn't seem fair to me that everyone besides him had to suffer. Me being pregnant and hauling around two six-year-old dogs who are very used to being homebodies and were confused and stopped eating due to the stress, plus our cat who was deeply bonded to me and is used to me being home with her all day, was now left alone while he was working for 10 plus hours and all of our animals are friends. So it was really freaked up for everyone, but my husband, who was the one who did the wrong thing anyways. So now I'm 30 weeks pregnant preparing to sell our house and move back into my dad's house with the three animals and my daughter when she's born and I'm still so, so hurt. I really felt like this man was the love of my life and my soulmate. All of our friends who I've spoken to about our separation, I cannot afford a lawyer until the house sells and I'm unfortunately a sorry excuse of a woman and sob whenever I think of the word divorce, even though I know it has to be one of the steps I take down the line, have been absolutely shocked due to how out of character this was of him. We were known as the couple that could handle anything together. My family was the same way because of how wonderful my husband was to me for eight and a half years. He was so emotionally supportive and sweet, and I like to think I was to him as well. I lost my mom, who was my best friend, and we together lost our first baby, and he dealt with going no contact with his mother. And we were truly each other's rock for so long through all of those moments, just to name a few. And I'm carrying his daughter, who I love deeply already. I know he hurt me and changed me as a person but it's so incredibly hard to forget the years of happiness I had with him and see that they're seemingly over now. The crappy thing is, I would probably take him back if he came to me and said all the right things and made the right promises and made me believe him. But instead, I live alone while growing this baby 
and taking care of the animals we picked and have raised for six and two years together, dealing with all of this trauma by myself, and he's all but living with the girl he cheated on me with. Every time I drive past his apartment, her car is there. Sometimes when even his car is gone, he promises that she doesn't have a key and that when the baby is born, she won't get in the way of him being a father. She hates children and babies, cats and dogs, so clearly she's a super great person on top of knowingly freaking a married man. But at this point, it's been months of him knowing he's hurting me. We're still publicly married. His family has no idea of any of this. Only our mutual friends and my family know any of what's happened, though not with all the details I've put in this post. I should mention that when I did come face to face with this girl, only once, she laughed at what she had done. And when I told her that she broke my family apart and took my daughter's father away before she was even born, she literally shrugged and muttered, yeah, I know, while looking so freaking smug about it. I only say this because I know people will say not to blame the affair partner, but only blame my husband, who was the one who broke his vows to me, but I fully blame them both. She knew what she was doing, and so did he, and she seems to like knowing how powerful she was in this situation. He tells me often that he doesn't want to end our relationship, but that right now, he isn't right for me. That he cannot be who he was because he freaked up so badly that he doesn't know how to fix it. Now he's going with monogamy just isn't for him. Even though he and his affair partner are living together, recreating the life we had, living very obviously in monogamy currently, it hurts so much because he's already replaced me with her. Some 20-year-old girl is sleeping beside my husband and having meals with him and sitting in his passenger seat. It just isn't how my life was supposed to go. I wish so much that I could stay firm on hating him because trust me that I do. And I've had several hours over the last few months where I make sure he knows what he did to me and how much I hate him for ruining the woman I was before this betrayal. But I also love him still and I want the family I was all but promised. We couldn't get pregnant for nearly three years and the month I did get pregnant I literally told him if it doesn't happen for us, it doesn't happen. I wanted to be a mom, but if it's not in the cards, I'll come to terms with it, and I know I can be fulfilled in our relationship without a baby. And then I shockingly did get pregnant, and I felt like it was all falling into place finally. That we would be happy, and us, like I pictured, but now with a little baby we both daydreamed about for years. I'm really unsure how Reddit works, and I know this post is so long so no one will probably read it, and I don't really know why I wrote it here anyways. I know in this situation, he's in the wrong, and I don't need anyone to point it out to me. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. And I also don't want anyone calling me names for still loving this man who has disrespected and mistreated me so immensely over the last four months. 
It's just coming up on our anniversary and I'm desperately lonely in this quiet house that I now have to pack up all by myself and I wanted a place to put my feelings. If you comment, please be nice. I feel stupid and weak enough as it is. I've been with him since we were both barely 19 and moved straight from my childhood home into an apartment with him. I've not spent a single adult year alone and I'm just really sad all the time and don't know what to do. I try to go no contact with him, but we're selling a house and I'm in my third trimester with his baby. I just hate him and I hate myself. I want him to wake up and see what he's doing, but I don't think he ever will because he has to avoid the accountability of his actions. And it's not like I could ever trust him again anyways, but now I have to co-parent a child with him for the next several years and I don't feel strong enough for any of the future anymore. I don't get how he could do this to me. I think OP's being way too harsh on themselves. Dealing with this is never going to be easy. For OP to have dealt with what they did and to still be going, I think that's pretty darn strong. I don't think OP deserves to keep calling themselves stupid or weak or anything like that. I definitely think the hardest thing here is he's so imprinted upon OP because he was such a constant for a long time. From the sounds of things, when you were both barely 19, you had been together all this time. Therefore, there wasn't really an adult period of your life that was before him, so understandably, there's going to be big struggles anyways just trying to experience adulthood as just your own person. I think it's also especially important for OP to know that they didn't do anything wrong, and it's through no fault of their own, regardless of what they could possibly come up with, that their husband went and did this. Treat yourself like you would a close friend who is going through this. You definitely don't deserve to beat yourself up over it. Our next story is, my boyfriend, 35-year-old male, confessed me, 29-year-old female, that he used to be a male escort for a while. We've been together for a year and he's the sweetest person in the world. Things got serious quickly and we even talked about marriage several times. Recently, he confessed to me that he used to be a male escort some years ago. He did that when he needed money and he was looking for a change in his life after a breakup with his former girlfriend. He quit after a year as he felt that this profession would have precluded the possibility of future love relationships and because hard drugs were readily available and kind of a job requirement. He also told me that he doesn't regret it because all his experiences shaped him in his character. I appreciated that he wanted to tell me, but I wish I didn't know that. Now I'm questioning everything he does. I feel like he can do anything at this point and I'm being paranoid about what he's capable of doing with other women. Even though he never gave me any reason to doubt him, I don't know how to feel. I'm not against sex working in general, but it's different when it concerns you closely. Any similar experiences? You know, I feel like this is a really weird one just because if you were getting into a relationship with somebody, you'd probably feel a little upset or conflicted learning something like this so much later, but when it was something that happened in the past, Is there an onus to be honest and upfront about having worked as an escort back then? I think ultimately there's a few things to keep in mind here. One was that he said he did it for the money. So it's not like he was going around womanizing and just enjoying being an escort for the thrill of it. Secondly, a lot of people would just probably take something like that to the grave. I feel like it took a lot of trust for him to just actually come out and say it, albeit a year later into the relationship. So... 
Honestly, I don't know if I would blame OP if this becomes some kind of a deal breaker for them, but I don't think it's the red flag that OP's kind of making it out to be. Our next story is, I, male 32, am not physically attracted to my girlfriend, female 28. Hi all, first time poster, had to use a throwaway but my main has pictures that would identify me, but as the title says, I'm not physically attracted to my girlfriend. I, male 32, have been in a relationship for about a month with a girl, female 28. We were dating for a few weeks prior to this. I really like her as a person. She's sweet, thoughtful, caring, and genuinely lovely to be around. However, there is no physical attraction for me at all. I wouldn't really consider myself a shallow person, so when we started dating despite not a lot of physical interest, I acknowledged she was fun and nice, so I continued seeing her. Then the relationship conversation came up and although still no real physical attraction, I thought to myself, looks fade anyways and I was very much attracted to her as a person and enjoyed being with her, so we began a relationship. A month on and I'm struggling with the lack of physical attraction. I'm not sure if the honeymoon phase is over and the fun time slowing down has brought the physical side to light, but it's been on my mind lately. I don't want to hurt this girl, but I don't know what to do. Has anyone experienced similar? Am I prolonging the inevitable? Any advice is more than welcome. This has started affecting my sleep. It's been on my mind so much. Thank you. Update. Hi, first of all, thank you all for the advice, relatable stories, and even criticism of my getting into the relationship in the first place. All really helped me and will help me in the future. Thanks to your feedback, you've opened my eyes and helped me to see that I mixed up strong feelings of friendship with romantic feelings, possibly due to not having many close single female friends. That mix-up and getting into the relationship is on me, I know. I'll learn from this experience for sure. I met 28-year-old female this afternoon, because I'm due to go out of town for work and not meeting today will add 5 plus days onto this. I explained that I really like her as a person but the feelings I had weren't romantic. I explained it was nothing to do with her, it was down to me enjoying spending time with her, that the lines were blurred between friendship and romance. I took full responsibility and apologized. She took it pretty badly. She was upset and cried, which made me cry. But after a little more chat, she came around and understood and appreciated me coming to her with my feelings. I told her how much the time we spent meant to me as a friendship, and I'd love to remain friends, but she declined, telling me we can't be friends after this. I was disappointed, but not really surprised, and I respected her wishes. I told her if she changes her mind in the future to contact me, but I'm not sure I'll hear from her again. Thanks again for everything. It was extremely difficult and although I am upset at having lost a good friend, I know it was the right thing to do for both of us. Appreciate you all. Well honestly, at least OP was upfront and honest about their feelings before this went on way too long and became something that was potentially a lot more damaging to her. This next story is... 33-year-old male fiancé revealed lies from stag due to two weeks before our wedding. 32-year-old female, six years together. My partner of six years had his stag early July. We both agreed no strippers or strip clubs for either of our dues. Mine was last weekend. After I said I had a dream he went to a strip club and I called off the wedding, he admitted they did go to one. This not coming clean is what hurts the most. I did slash do see myself growing old with him, 
He's only lied to me once before that I know of, and where it was a tiny lie about showering that day, but I had to find proof to catch him out, and that nearly broke us. I had a historical, really gaslighting, emotionally abusive ex, and a lying cheater ex in my relationship baggage. So lying is really one of my deal breakers, if that sounds extreme, but when you've had people lie and screw up your perception to the point of feeling insane, even the slightest taste of it is too much. A boundary is a boundary, and we did explicitly discuss strip clubs in advance. He said he felt very uncomfortable. His cousin was the main instigator, and two new friends jumped on board with the plan. The two others had stayed at the hotel before they headed to any kind of bar, best man not involved. The lot of them said things like, I'd never know, etc., they'd not tell me, etc., and apparently the peer pressure with booze was too much to resist. He apparently didn't have any private dances and girls only came up to talk to him sitting by his side, not lap. They knew he was the groom. He felt ashamed and awkward and didn't enjoy it. I asked where he went when he arrived home after the stag and he only told me one place. However, yesterday, as I specifically brought it up in a flyabout way, he knew he needed to tell me. I do believe he got pushed and overruled to go there. Apparently the three of them kept going in about it and then got in a taxi. But the fact when he came home and lied by omission, and I did ask, is really killing me. If he told me, I'd be miffed, but I would have got it. I've made mistakes trusting the wrong people, and it would have also given me two months to process this. Considering how bad he supposedly felt, but equally that he couldn't tell me, he didn't uninvite the guys. He'd let them attend our wedding and shame me in that way as well. The humiliation. While promising to be my partner, have bad shared secrets with others. He has uninvited the friends now and the cousin won't be coming if it goes ahead, but this is only at my prompting. After his stag, we visited our friends in Celebrant and went through our ceremony, which is all about honesty, partnership, etc., and again, didn't see fit to share with me still. Since knowing, when I asked he's let me look at the stag planning chat, no mention of it, it was not premeditated as far as I can tell. He's shown me bank accounts of that night and no payments outside the hotel bar, but his cousin would have paid for everything. When asked though, handed over the phone immediately. I feel foolish. I feel like actions speak louder than words and going into any marriage right now with this is not sensible. Won't I be an idiot the next time he's too drunk and spineless to prevent a boundary crossing? If he doesn't come clean with a mistake, like even if he's only learned to come to me about things, I knew from this point on it was a possibility and is this only going to escalate? As there's no consequence if we still marry. If he genuinely told me as soon as he got home, or if he at least kicked the guys out the wedding but it's taken a month and a half, a specific phrase from me mentioning it, and two weeks before our wedding to tell me, and not even before my hen, as my maid of honor was going to try strippers until I told her no. I don't know what to do. Six years is a good run and mistakes happen and how you handle those mistakes? I feel there were other opportunities to approach this as a problem for us as a couple. Which in my heart is what marriage is and giving me all the data, I've poured my soul into planning this wedding and it all feels a bit tarred. I don't know if I can be 100%, although his coming clean before the wedding means I don't really want to break up. I don't have the energy to carry on with leftover wedding tasks still to do. I feel steamrolled into a quick decision as if I'm cancelling this. I want as much notice to give vendors and guests. Do I just cancel the legal wedding so there isn't anything binding? How do I weigh up all that's gone up to now? 
We had such a trusting relationship. I thought I could trust him out with his friends, but I can feel myself becoming more paranoid and against allowing activities that may be entirely innocent. It feels like going crazy, but I don't want to be made a fool of again or have to live being Sherlock Holmes. I also don't want a relationship where that is necessary. I didn't think my relationship was one. For example, I started hanging out with a male colleague for a shared sport interest prior to COVID. After the third or fourth session, he made moves, so I came home, revealed it, and cut ties. Because I want my partner to trust me and I want to be able to have friendships with men without any reason to worry at all. This feels like my partner's test came up and he failed it, at three different points. Doing it, not being honest about it, not even thinking about what it means to have someone who encouraged that at our wedding, since he was planning on not telling me. Should he even get brownie points for telling me eventually? He needed a nudge! I feel our plans are ruined because I'll be thinking of this when I say or hear any lines about integrity, honesty, sharing a life together as a team. My head is looping. I feel I can't discuss this with anyone who knows us or intending on sharing the day with us. How can I decide if it's my choice to stay through this or pressure? How can I even make a choice? We live together and I work from home. Any places I could go, he would want to know why and I can't put this news into the ether right now. I do believe nothing happened beyond what he said. He's been upset but also happy that he told me. How can I trust someone who doesn't respect me or us the way I respect them? Am I overreacting? Was I naive and thinking I could go into a wedding 100% completely happy? Or is the damage as bad as it feels to me? Does every groom lie to his bride? Then I get angry because I've worked so hard to plan this wedding. It's been a lot of stress and effort since to save money I'm doing a lot myself and I'm furious he couldn't either choose to get his own taxi home and pay 60 pounds not waste our thousands we're now in debt for. Not be honest with me about his mistakes so we could approach this as a team, lie by a mission and let me plod along with a deluded sense of his integrity. I cycle between sad, terrified, and furious. But part of me wants to just bury my head in the sand and not rock the boat. I don't know if I could stand there and have our day now with all of this in the back of my mind. And then I flip and I'm thinking how can I even stay with him? Then I flip again and want to marry him, not legally but the main event. Then I think about having to have that day with this bothering me and I hurt again. One day this is meant to be in the happiest. My head is so screwed up right now. While I think honestly there are small semblances of faults on both sides, I do think most of the issues here stem from him because who lies about taking a shower? I mean, that's what seven-year-olds do, right? If you're in a relationship and you're not comfortable just being honest and saying, no, I didn't take a shower today, are you really mature enough to be in a relationship? But on the same side of that situation, who in a relationship hears, yeah, I did take a shower, and then goes and Sherlock Holmes investigates to try and find any semblance of proof that they didn't? I feel like they're probably just not the most compatible of partners. This guy feels the need to lie or feel uncomfortable about just being truthful about the smallest things. And OP's out here hunting trying to find anything that was slipped up on. I think it's a recipe for failure. But with that being said, that's all the time we have for today. Now if you want to hear another crazy relationship topic, check out that video on the left. Or if you missed my latest video, check out that video on the right. That said, I'll see you all next time with some more stories.